welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And today we're talking about uh, one of the Baltic nations, Latvia. Yes, we are. Tell us about Latvia in the Eurovision Song Contest, Michael. I shall. They debuted in 2000 and came third immediately with My Star. Good start. It's not a bad debut, is it? <laughs> they then won the contest two years later in 2002 with the amazing I Wanna. That's rude. Like, how good are these people? <laughs> no, just rock up, third, first. I know, you know. Well, anyway, after that big start, Dale, it hasn't been... The most glorious history. Between mm. 2009 to 2014, they didn't qualify for the grand final. Not a good run. Yeah, not a good run at all. But they bounced back in a big way and came sixth place in 2015 with the epic Love Injected by Amanata. Oh, that was a great live performance. Fantastic. One of the, one of the most iconic live performances, I think. Uh, then Justs came 15th with Heartbeat. Love that song. We love that. That was your favourite song that year, wasn't it? Yeah, one of the a, faves. That was one of, yeah, my favourite song and one of my favourite performers. Uh, but then last year, they didn't qualify for the grand final with Triana Park and Lyon, who surprisingly, I think, came last in their semi-final. Yeah, I don't necessarily think they should have made the final, but last place was a little head-scratching. Yeah, I thought being put in last place, I was kind of expecting them to get through, but it didn't pan out that way at all. Indeed. Mm. Well, what are Latvia serving us up this year? Well, this year we have for Latvia Laura Risotto and Funny Girl. Three years old. Uh, she's actually from Brazil. She was born in Rio de Janeiro. Oh, nice. So, how did a Brazilian end up, you know, performing for Latvia? <laughs> well, her dad is actually a dual Latvian Brazilian citizen. Her dad's mum was Latvian. So, there's oh, a bit okay. of a stretch here, but hey, there's a connection. All right. Her grandmother. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> I'm going to say that a bit easier. Her mum is actually Brazilian Portuguese. So, oh. it's a nice little connection there, oh. you know, representing Latvia at a Eurovision Song Contest in Portugal. Yes. So, but when she was 11, her family left Brazil and moved to Minnesota out of all the places in America to move to, change interestingly. Yes. A change of pace from Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> a little bit of a climate change <laughs> as well, I'd say. Wow. Um, so she studied there, eventually getting her master's um, at Columbia University, which is pretty damn good. That's a, a cracking university. So she's obviously very talented musically and, and academic. Mm. Um, so after that, she actually was signed on to Universal in Brazil. And she's had a number of um, singles and albums, and it's all been sort of based out of Brazil. She shares yeah. her time between America and Brazil there, in, and Brazil there. So nothing really has charted. She also did a little um, song for the World Cup in 2014. Um, so she basically did that because she was born on the day that Brazil won the 1994 World Cup in USA. Oh. So she felt inspired to write this World Cup song. Where she talks about the game of soccer 
Oh, okay. Which is a bit unusual for a Brazilian. Exactly. A <laughs> like, very American take on yeah, it. Yeah, so it didn't really take off. Um, oh. So, yeah, the poor thing there. But so how did she get here? So yeah. she went through the Supernova, which is the Latvia national final process. And she, well, she pretty much stormed her way through there, actually. So she won her first heat. Um, she won her semifinal. And then the huge way that Supernova uh, decide who wins, she came first in the tally vote, first in the jury... But it's not over yet. First in the internet votes, but only third in the Spotify streams. Oh, okay. Somehow that all adds up to a winning performance. Oh, fair enough. Good stuff. Well, she seems like a very talented lady. Yeah, quite a little interesting backstory. Mm. So, yeah. So, what about the song? What, What do you think of it? Look, um, with uh, Funny Girl, I've got to say, first of all, she's got a great voice. Mm. Watching the lives uh, from Supernova, she had a really strong voice. Yeah. And a really great camera presence. Mm. Uh, you know, well, the way they shot the song as well was really good. Mm. Uh, and really let her hold the camera really, really well. I've got to say, this song, for me, it's, it's pleasant and it's solid. <laughs> These aren't really the greatest words you want to hear first up, is it? But... Um, it's not the worst song out there, definitely by any stretch of the imagination. But it, it yeah, it's there's some nice jazz elements to it. She, her voice really makes it, and I think her performance is really going to make the song. If you listen to the studio, maybe it doesn't come across with such impact. Yeah, sure. Another thing I really like about it is her little armography she does mm. it, it, when she was performing it live, and also she does a bit of it in the video as well. I think it's a really great homage to to Eurovision, and she kind of gets this competition. So even though she may be a Brazilian American, um, she still gets Eurovision, and that's really important. I think so. I think she'll get come across well on stage. Yeah, I agree. Positives out of this is definitely her. Um, she stands out. Her performance I, again. I wasn't. I didn't mind the song, mm. but you, you kind of have to like that genre, that kind of jazzy style. And to me, it's probably about fourth or third in my songs of Latvia. But then when I watched her live performance, it was like, wow! You can't take your eyes off her. She performed so fantastically well, and it completely changed the song for me. That live performance, and you know what? Eurovision is all about the live performance. And she didn't need any bells and whistles. We've got no LED screens this year, and she can hold that camera. And I love that armography. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Um, she's fantastic. She looks great. She's really engaging. Um, yeah, it's great. It's it's really good as long as long as she doesn't wear that clown makeup she's doing in the <laughs> in the video. Um, then she'll be engaging. Just keep away from that clown stuff. Yeah, no clown makeup. No, no clown makeup. What about the negatives? All right, I've got to say, overall for a Eurovision song, this is just a little bland. And just lacks a little impact. Look, if I was singing a smoky jazz cafe somewhere mm. in Europe and she was singing in the background and, and, and you know, uh, I would be like, this is amazing. She's fantastic. Filling a, a massive stage at Eurovision, I don't know if this is a real competition song. Yeah. Good song. Don't know if it's a competition song. It does plot along a little. It kind of, it sort of hits its sort of pace and stays there and there's no real crescendo or it doesn't take you on a journey I don't think so that unfortunately doesn't give her really any big finish or anywhere to Mm. go from what I can see maybe she's going to change it up a little and wail or something during the uh, final performance or something but um, just lacks a little punch for me lacks a little punch yeah I do agree with you it is a bit one paced Um, that is its problem it's not a song that is a big stage Eurovision song. I totally agree. Um, I don't have many other negatives to say for it because it's just one of those ones where it's like, this is a genre. 
it's not going to really stand out. Um, it could, in terms of the song itself, yeah, like I, I'm kind of struggling for other kind of things to kind of throw yeah. it negative way, which in a way it's not always a good thing because is it a, just a bit mid-range then? Mm. Maybe that's the negative. I, I think that's her biggest biggest uh, trap here is they could just fall into the mid-range mm. and uh, it might be everybody's fifth, oh, sorry, seventh or eighth favourite song of the night but no one picks up the phone and votes for their seventh or eighth favourite. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's the picking up the phone factor, isn't it? Yeah. Are the juries going to like this though? I think they will appreciate it. Um, whether they start ranking it very highly in this semi-final is another story. Okay. Mm. All right, let's wrap and rank then, shall we? Yeah, let's wrap and rank. I, I, I really quite like the song. I really quite like her. There's nothing wrong with this, put it that way. Um, yeah, I, I, I ranked it 31st out of the 43. Okay. Um, bit yeah, low. Yeah, a bit low, but it's a, it's a good year. Maybe in another year this might have snuck into the 20s, the high 20s or something like that. I don't know. But unfortunately for me, 31st. Okay, fair enough. Um, I'm a big fan of it. Uh, I do like the song. Um, I really like her. She's probably one of my favourite performances live out of everybody. I think she does it better than most. She just hasn't been given a great car to drive with. She's like a Formula One driver driving (laughs) one of those poorer cars. Mm. But she might do a sneaky little great race and get up there. Um... I ranked it 23rd. Yeah. So you even love it and you're giving it in the 20s. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Like, I'm not listening to it on Spotify a lot. Let's put it that way. <laughs> but I will enjoy the live performance a lot. I've got to say, I don't find myself skipping it on Spotify. No, no, I, I listen to it. I quite like it. Yeah. I don't seek it out. Yeah, true. It true. just comes on. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll listen to this. I like it. Hmm. Okay, well, the Australian fan jury. Yeah, um, so there's 13 Australian fans that ranked this first to 43rd. And this has come in at number 29. Okay. So pretty much kind of more your end, but in between where we yeah. were. And yeah, look, I think we had a third place. Oh, good. For Someone this likes it. really loves it. And we That's also good. had a 43rd place. Oh, Really? But other than that, it was very much a few in the teens, a few in the 20s, and a few in the 30s. All very consistently sort of in that middle yeah. blob that, of somewhere between 16th and 32nd. That mid-range. 35th, you and know. there's a lot in there. Yeah. There's a lot of songs We've struggled there. that with our songs. Gotcha. I kind of said, oh, this is 31st, but it could be 23rd. You yeah, know? yeah. There's a lot in that range. There is. There is. So that's part of her, um, her issue, I think. Now, prediction time. Prediction. Is it going to get out of the semi-final, Michael? Look... I've got to say, she's when you look at her running order, she's coming 14th in that semi-final. She's wedged between Hungary, <laughs> what a slot to come after Hungary, and Sweden, one of the real big swingers. So I don't know whether they've thrown her little wolves there and a little. Uh, I don't know if that's going to do her much, many favours, to be honest. As much as I like this, I really do feel the song isn't going anywhere. And mm. so I'm going to say it's a no. Okay, yeah, you've actually made me think about this a little bit because I might even change my mind very quickly. Um, Especially do some research on this. No, I'm just, I, I always have it in my mind and I just like to talk it through because uh, there's a blobs in the middle on the borderline mm. and there'll be a few that are borderline yes, borderline no. Mm. I did have a borderline yes. I thought her performance was going to sway enough people to get it and she was going to get love probably equal amounts from Televote and Jury. But whether or not that's going to be enough to get through... And I am worried about that position. I am worried about that position. You're watching it on the night. You're hitting some big songs towards the end. Is it just going to get lost when you've got such a you know, mid-song there? So I, I'm just going to say it's borderline. 
little fence sitter. <laughs> One thing I've noticed that, think, wow, that's borderline something. I'm not really sure. One, well, you make, you, this is how powerful your skills are, Michael. I said borderline <laughs> yes, and you're making me rethink it. One thing I'm going to say is normally we would go, oh, it's a female soloist singing a kind of ballady song. We, she's actually got some sort of point of difference this year. Yeah, we true. don't have that many female ballad, and she's got a wonderful voice. So people always do love a, a good female singer. So she's not without a shout. So I think she's borderline no for me. I'm not going to say she's going to come like 17. No, you're, you're, not, you're not saying she's out. No, no, yeah. no. She's a borderline no because I, I think she's she might pull it off. You do you know what know. it is? I just think when you've, you you get to the end and you go, you know what, I like that um, that that woman in the red dress doing the arm thing. Mm. Yep. That's, that's what you remember. Yep. Not, you know, I remember that woman doing the ballad. Yeah. Yeah, which you never remember. Last which year. worked in the past. Woman in red dress doing arm thing. Yes. Hello, Latvia. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Don't think it's going to be quite as successful. <laughs> now, look, let's pretend it does make the grand final. Where do you see this coming on the night? Well, this is where it gets lost in a sea of other, really. When it's amongst the big boys, I don't think it, it really does stand out. That's when you're going to finish 20th, 23rd. Something like that. Yeah, I see this being the bottom probably three if it makes the grand final. It'll get swallowed up. But it definitely has a chance of getting through. Yeah, definitely. I think it's all's not lost for Latvia on this one. All right, cool. Okay, well, thanks very much for listening. Latvia done. Yeah, good stuff. All right, thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. See you later.